Episode one, the pilot. Welcome to the Farmer on Fire podcast. And inside of this conversation, my friend, today, we are going to introduce to you the very first episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast and the reason for this podcast and ultimately what you and I are going to be having inside of this conversation and the realization for you being here inside of this conversation with me. So my friend, I'm excited to get started with you today. And first, let's do a little introduction as to who am I. Now, my name is Andy Shrek, and I am a third generation farmer and rancher from west from a little small town in appleton minnesota now let's talk about the reason for me being here with you my friend and ultimately the reason for farmer on fire podcast and i want to get straight to the point my friend inside of farmer on fire we're going to talk about the truth and ultimately the truth comes because of a realization back in the summer of 2000 and it was roughly about 2019 when I realized inside of my own farm operation, the multitude of lies that I was telling myself. Now a little bit about me and a little bit, little bit about my background. So went to high school, you know, went to, to, uh, to college, ultimately, you know, did, uh, did a, just a two year program there learning everything that I thought, right. I needed to know to, uh, to be a successful entrepreneur or successful farmer and rancher. So we grew up or I grew up on a, you know, about a 1200 acre operation where we grew up, you know, growing corn, soybeans, wheat, we had some cattle and uh, I ultimately started as well. My own operation, you know, it's had a few, few head of cattle, um, and ultimately grew up just with that passion, right? I just wanted to farm and ranch, come back after college and take over the family farm. Now, after college came back and the problem was though, the truth was I came back with just this, this energy and this momentum after college knowing, Hey, I'm coming back home to farm. Like everybody at Christmases and just family in general is like, Hey, what are you doing after college? Well, come back to farm, right? Now, the problem with this, my friend, is that inside of egg and inside of farming is most kids are, who grew up on the farm are going to, to college, getting their education, and then they're coming back to the family farm. Now, is this a problem? And this is where I want to have that conversation is what are we coming back to? Because the problem is, my friend, is that I came back with just the hopes and dreams of coming back to the family farm and ultimately, you know, taking over the next generation and, you know, coming back to a family farm and wanting to take that over. But here is the gap and I want to expose it because, my friend, I spent five to six years just trying to get by and to position myself in this operation where to and the truth was is that there wasn't room for me to come back to. Right. But we didn't have that conversation, didn't have the framework around, hey, how is this going to work? Because ultimately there's that energy around you and you're helping your dad. There's like that energy where, you know, you're supposed to come back to the family farm because your parents want you to take this over. But yet there's not like a conversation around what has to happen. Right. And this is where I found myself was was this this desire and this this ability and wanting to do this. Now, what happened is, is after I came home to to college. Um, one of the farm, one of our neighbors, farm places came up for sale who we were renting the pasture to. And it was 120 acres, had a, had a building site on it, had sheds, had cattle sheds, a little bit of pasture, a little bit of tillable ground and a home on it. You know, absolutely perfect for a young guy to get started to started on and, and get going. 
Now purchase that farm place, but here's where the problem lies into. My friend, I had about four grand to my name at this time. I was a 19 and they're asking about 600 grand for this farm place. So as many of you find yourself in this situation, whether you're in your 20s or your 30s or heck, even in your 40s trying to purchase, whether it's a farm ground or, or a home or whatever that is, and you don't have anything built up yet, guess where you're having to turn to? Your parents, right? The parents to co-sign to help you buy that ground. Now, here's the problem, my friend, and I'm gonna speak to this, is that is because there truly hasn't been a period and I didn't have the period yet of trying to go out and build my own thing and I had somebody to fall back onto. Like, that's the truth, right? I was able to go in and my dad co-signed the home, very home place that they bought, him and my mom bought back in you know, it'd been like 1980s. So this ground that they had paid for, right, busted their ass for 20 to 30 years. All of a sudden now they're having to co-sign it and put that up for leverage. So their, their son, their, the next generation can go by, can, can get started. Now, here's the problem, my friend, is that as the individual, as myself at 19 and us who are in this position, we haven't truly gone to work yet. Like it's so easy and the parents are stepping in because there's no other solution. That's the problem. That's the problem. And I found myself with this, almost like this entitlement because it's like, hey guys, I'm coming back to the family farm, but yet I, I, like I can't, I don't have nothing to fall back onto. And so that's where the, sec the, the generation is, is stepping in to help. And why this is a problem is because my friend, the next five years, I faced difficult market prices. I remember selling corn one year for like 292, 280. Break even for me was like 350, 360. Right? So I I knew I was losing money, but the problem was was that I had something to fall back onto. I had that safety net. And how many of you right now have a safety net that you're falling back onto, whether it's parents, whether it's grandparents, an inheritance where you know you've got something to fall back onto? Now, here's where I'm going to step in and talk about the problem with this is because over the next five years, I, I had this kind of chip on my shoulder where everything was great. I was making money the first couple of years buying equipment, you know, and all of a sudden this pride came in. Look what I did. You know, look, look where I'm at. 2021, like, you know, friends are still living at home, like things are great, right? And that's the facade you put on and that's what people see. Now, how many of you have witnessed, whether it's neighbors, whether it's friends or family members who go through this period and all of a sudden when things go good, there comes a period where there's a fall. And the fall is something you don't expect. And that fall could be you know, market prices, it could be, it could be just certain, cer cer certain situations where you fall down and you don't know how to handle it because you let your ego get in the way. And that was me, my friend. Now, the truth about this is that, and what I've come to believe is that there's going to be trials that we're going to go through and trials that if we put ourselves into and to test our ability to walk through those trials is what's going to bring us on the other side of this. And my friend, this is what brought us here inside of, inside of this conversation with me and you together. Because if it wasn't for the trials that happened after that period of ultimately almost losing the farm after five years of consecutive bad prices and bad decisions, 
and, and admitting to the banker, I remember that last year of 2019, 2020, walking into the banker to get a renewal. And uh, he's like, you know, Andy, we're down, you know, 50, 60 grand in the hole. And at that time, again, I'm like, I'm like 21, you know, hardly even 22 yet. And having to face the reality that my fight, my future is pretty much over. And it's not until that moment, right then and there, you realize the weight, the impact of all your, your, your decisions. And for most people, it's too late at that point. It's too late. And that's where the darkness comes in. You start to feel all alone. You start to feel like you've, you know, you've ultimately bled in for 10, 20, 30 years. Some of you listening to this might be you're in your 50s and 60s, heck, even in your 70s. And you've realized that you put all of this work in, you've invested into this, and you realize right now, you maybe bought a piece of ground, a quarter of ground for 10, 12 grand an acre and realize it didn't cash flow. All of that ground that you leverage now, like you're sitting here, why am I even doing this? Why did I come all this way? And that's where we found ourselves. And that's where I found myself having to realize not knowing the next phase in my life was going to be a period of what's called the pit. And inside of these next episodes, my friend, we're going to talk through exactly what is the pit, but ultimately where you find yourselves in these dark places, these dark stories, and ultimately having the courage to walk through these, these dark places and these, these trials that are happening. Because if you walk through it, my friend, and have the courage to face those stories and face these lies, on the other side of that is the truth. And that's the foundation of Farmer on Fire, my friend, is having the true real and raw conversations and having a, having you look inside of your, your operation, having to look inside yourself, looking in the mirror and saying, hey, where am I at? Am I walking down this path? This path? Is there a place where I'm telling myself a lie right now where I know I know I can do something different? Because if there's anything I've learned from farming and ranching, my friend, is that we feel like we have to hide, that we can't share the real and raw problems. That we have to remain in darkness because because if we bring our problems to somebody else, do you really trust your neighbor with the, with the real and raw marriage problems, with the personal problems, with financial problems? Do you really trust you telling your neighbor that? I know exactly what you're thinking. The answer is no. And that's where we start hiding, where we sedating, where we think a six pack's going to fix it, where we think talking shit about the neighbor is going to fix it, where if we just go to the coffee shop at 8 a.m. in the morning and talk about what everybody else is doing wrong, somehow, somehow I'm going to feel better. And you will. You will until you realize you get back into your environment, you realize how, how things haven't changed. Now, one thing I want to frame here for you, my friend, is this is a long game. The network and the community here inside of Farmer on Fire and what we're trying to build is those who are wanting to completely transform and, and commit themselves to this process because this isn't, this isn't a quick fix. As you've realized, another lap in the tractor, another round, another, you know, another mile across the section or around the section in the pickup, it's only temporary. But we're not here for temporary fixes. We're here for permanent changes. And as we walk through this path, my friend, I I hope you feel that there is a something has brought you here to listen to this message. And you've come to this point here after about 10 minutes to realize that there is an opportunity here that's going to present itself over a period of time for you to get out of where you're at today and ultimately into what could be possible if you just commit and if you just say yes. 
So my friend, I want you to analyze that and want you to hopefully walk this journey with us together inside of Farmer on Fire. And inside of these future episodes, my friend, we're going to go into the weeds and talk about the real and raw pain, the problems, and ultimately the consequences of you not taking action inside your farm operation. So my friend, I hope you found this valuable and we will be talking with you again soon.